Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Cassandra Nice, who owns the Dharma Collective, and they help purpose-driven, soulful entrepreneurs in creating an authentic and aligned digital presence so they can grow the community and their impact with their unique calling. Hey, Cassandra, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. I'm so happy to be here with you. Awesome. Can you expand a bit more on you know where you are with your business today and the kind of people that you love working with? Yeah. So, Mark, I feel that we all have a unique calling on this earth. We have a unique purpose. And in the Hindu tradition, um, I am a yoga practitioner as well. We call that our dharma. And it's a unique set of skills and talents that we either are born with or we come into in our life. And we are of the greatest service to the collective good when we are in touch with those gifts and offering them to the world. So I love helping soulful entrepreneurs who are in touch with their purpose, just live it out into the world to have that digital presence that makes them feel confident. They know what they, they know what they're here to do, but sometimes it's hard to bring that into the digital world. So I love guiding them through that process and creating a brand and a website and a marketing strategy that aligns with their goals and helps them have the impact that they're here to make. Oh, I love that. So not just shoehorn any template, any strategy into their business. It's, Hey, what's, what's right for you? Where are you going? Who are you looking to serve? How do you want to serve? That makes a difference, right? a huge difference. And it's also, especially when I talk to them about a marketing strategy, like I don't like saying, Hey, this is how you should do things. I love to get in touch with, Hey, well, no, what's going to be right for you and what feels right for your skills and your talents and what you feel inclined towards, as well as what feels like a sustainable approach. I think that's so important because there's so many like shoulds or feel like I need to do this around marketing your business, but um, it's so important to tap into what really is going to be right for you. Oh yeah. There's, there's a gazillion different things that you can do and should do. And everyone will say, this is the best way. And here's the one email that's going to rocket fuel your business, or this is the platform you need to be doing, pumping out this and this and this. And for people just starting out or growing their business, that's kind of overwhelming because those messages are everywhere and they're all contradictory. They're all different. How do you help your clients to sort of navigate through that? So they come to you in a, in a, like a mess saying, I've seen too much or help me, or, or do they come with, this is what I need. And then you try and guide out what's right for them. Where, where do you start with clients? 
I love starting with either if they're just starting out or they're at a point of redefinition in their business where they're redefining who they're serving and how they're showing up. Um, they are looking maybe for that. We like to call it a rebrand. Um, but really I start with understanding who they are on a deep level and getting to see their vision. So as a designer, I'm supposed to work, work some magic wands and wave them, uh, to basically get in your head and then show you something that will, you'll really like, as well as your ideal client is going to like, right. But that requires me to see your vision. So I have a really set process that's super fun and engaging where they get to share their vision with me. We get to talk through where they're at in their business, who this is for, really dig into their ideal client. And I always make sure that my clients understand that foundation of their business, like their mission and their values and who their work, you know, who they want to work with. Because mm. I, you went years ago in my business, I was just like, Hey, you want a logo? Great. I'll design you a logo. But then what happened, Mark, and I know you reiterated this to me um, before we hopped on was people didn't know what to do with the thing that we'd created. So to have a solid foundation, I think as a business and a brand is so vital so that you know how to actually move forward with building your business online, because there is so many avenues that you can take. So really carving out that unique pathway for yourself is going to set you apart from everybody else. I love that. And I love the, the similarities in what we do at Unforget Yourself for the business owner for identifying what, what do you want? What are your... What are the blocks? What are the barriers? What's stopping you from doing the thing you say you want? And your work, which is how to understand what, what is the business? Where do you want the business to go? Who is it serving? It's almost like it's a separate personality and you get to craft and build this in a, in a visual format. Yes, exactly. One other thing that you said there, which is beautiful, fun. Mm -hmm. In business, yeah, it's it is fun. so <laughs> easy to be so serious hustle, grind, work really, really hard. Now, don't get me wrong. You need to work hard. We know that. However, to, on the, the polarity of life, to bring the slider back to play, I think that's important, especially with creativity. So to help your clients play with this, have fun with this, how important is that for you for getting the right results? It is so important. And I reiterate this a lot with myself in my life, with my clients, with all of my friends who are entrepreneurs, I always say that the energy that you put into something is going to equal the energy that you get out of it. So if you're like grinding and hustling and it's hard and it feels stressful, the outcome probably isn't going to be really fulfilling for you. But if you're putting in more fun and creativity and unique self-expression into what you're doing and you feel good with what you're creating and how you're working and letting it be playful, then like the outcome is just going to be that much better because you've put in all of this like good energy into it. So I love yes. kind of thinking about it in that way. Those ingredients that you put into things, like when you're cooking an amazing meal, if you put in playfulness and happiness and joy and positivity and trust and oh, all these amazing things, you are going to create something slightly different from, oh, I've got to do this and I don't want to be doing this, mm -hmm. but there's something powerful with with that 
Yes. And there's also something so powerful for having someone to help you with the recipe. If you don't know what the recipe is, and I know you do this for your folks as I do it for mine, you know, I think of someone who's just going to cook and they're like, Oh, maybe I'll throw in a little bit of this or a little bit of that, but then how's it going to come out? You know? So it is really helpful to have someone along that path. Who's maybe a little further ahead of you to help you with the recipe to make sure it's going to come out really good. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So do you find that some of your clients that just Oh, they're just too close to their own business. They can't quite see. They haven't quite got the words. They may have all the ingredients. They've got all the lines, the the inspiration, but they can't see the wood for the trees. And you can walk in and be like, oh, come on, guys. This is simple. I can see it. Exactly. I deal with either people who, you know what, I'm just going to drill it down into. They actually have almost too much to say. I think people online sometimes have so much to say and so much to share. And I love, love, love seeing that. But like you said, it's kind of like they're deep in the forest and they, they're not sure how to get out or even how to find anybody else in the forest who's going to listen to them. So to work with folks who have a lot to say is great because then I get to distill it down and to know, but what's the most important things that we say so that you really create that emotive connection with who you're trying to reach um, is so important because people these days don't have a huge attention span for websites or content or anything. So it's like, let's get straight to the point and really talk to your people directly and speak to the transformation and the change that you help facilitate. Yeah. Love that. So <laughs> let's, let's talk about you and your journey right now, because how, how did you come about um, you know, running your own company like this? What, what was it that made you say, you know what, damn it. Yes. I'm going for it. This is what I want to do. What was that like? I love that question. So I come from a long line of entrepreneurs who followed a calling and carved their own path. So when I graduated university and got my first job in a corporate setting as a graphic designer, what I wanted, I hated it. I did not like it at all. At first, I could not see the good parts at all. It was just draining. And even though I was doing design and it was what I wanted to be doing, I didn't like working for someone else's dream. I really felt like I had, I was meant for more. And, but what I did gather from that job was it was teaching me a lot about client communication, project management. I loved the people that I worked with. So there was good parts about it that I then took into creating a freelance design business um, Mm -hmm. back in 2016. I took the opportunity. I just graduated um, with my yoga teaching certification and I'd moved to Nashville, Tennessee. And I said, you know, now's the time for me to carve my own path. And I want to teach yoga and I still want to design, but I want to do it for people that I really care about and I connect with. So I just started and then it kind of just built on itself. And after that first year in 2017, I was like, I really want to create a studio and a design studio that people can really relate to and connect with on a deeper level. And that's when the Dharma Collective came about. And it really is so encompassing of who I'm here to support because they are connected to their purpose and they even, you know, relate to the word Dharma. And that is just kind of what brought me to today. Yeah. Fantastic. I love that. Just following that little bit of intuition, following the the desire. Again, it's the ingredients of what you teach now it's the ingredients of what you put into your clients work so I love that exactly you, maybe you needed exactly what you help people to achieve now 
with mm -hmm. oh, creating definitely. your world and your business. It definitely. So what yeah. has the journey been like as an entrepreneur, as you are starting to grow your business? What sort kind of challenges or barriers did you find that you um you didn't see coming along the way that you can share with people who are maybe going through it or are not aware that this is going to come your way? Yeah. So I think the biggest one, or there's so many there and they're all big. They all feel big when we're going through them. And one of the first ones was that confidence and really just showing up within my business as the face of my business. I think, especially when you create something that's not a personal brand, um, it can be hard to feel like, oh, but I created something. It's not my name. So it has its own identity, but to create that no like, and trust factor with people, you've got to show up for what you're creating and be open and be authentic and be yourself because that's really what's going to create that connection with the right people. Mm. And for me, I just for a while, we didn't feel confident in showing up authentically and having all that visibility like, oh, but it's not about me. It's about my clients. It's about their journeys. But as of like the last couple of years, what I've come to realize is people want to work with the Dharma Collective because they also want to work with me and they are realize, oh, Cass is on this journey with me too. I get it. I see her going through it. And I know she's the one to help me because she's so open about her own journey um, and, you know, the struggles and the hurdles and all that stuff. So, yeah. Love that. Beautiful. Um, being the face is always tough, especially mm -hmm. for, you know, and you said that it's the confidence that you've, you've been able to overcome this. You've able to gain the confidence so you can work authentically. Um, but what was it that was holding you back at the time? What was underneath that, that was the actual challenge and lack of confidence, lack of wanting to be seen was almost the, what came from that? I think it it was actually, I know it was looking at people who were further along the journey mm -hmm. and maybe ahead of me and building their own businesses or especially around design and feeling like, oh, well, why would I try? Because they're doing it so well and, you know, but people can just go to them for that, you know? So like kind of diminishing my own value and what I uniquely bring to the table because I was looking at other people outside of myself oh, and comparing myself I, to their journey. Why journeys. would they come to me? Um, exactly. It's already been done. All these, these ridiculous mm -hmm. thoughts, but oh, they feel so real at the time. So real. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So you squash these. Super duper, nicely done. And with that experience, you get to help your clients, allow them to see their values, their mm -hmm. mission, be able exactly. to show up authentically for themselves. So I think you know, <laughs> what you've been through only gives you more, huh, there you are, it gives you more firepower to, this is exactly why people should choose you because that's journey, that mini journey, it might only be a small journey, that gives you something that no one else has. Your exactly. own experience of that, it's huge. Yes, it's huge. And to have, like you said, Mark, that clarity around your mission, around your values, around who you're speaking to, um, that is so vital to creating the confidence. Cause you're like, no, I know that I am unique, right? Like really knowing your unique essence and bringing that into your work because that, that makes you the right choice for that person. Nice. Well, so let's sort of flip this around because, you know, we're talking about everything that you help people with and what their challenges are and everything that you've been able to overcome so far. 
But as you've grown to this iteration, to this point right now, what is it that's that you're facing right now? What challenges or where are you stuck with? Ah, oh, this is this is the next level challenge that I haven't been able to work through yet. So that's a great question too. I think right now I'm always, I'm, there's a couple things that come to mind. One is the resistance that I come up against when I want to need to work on things within my business. So whether it's writing the email, posting on social media, like doing the, like in my business or like on my business work, not mm-hmm. in my business. Cause ugh, I get so much zest and energy and purpose and fulfillment working with my clients. And I know that people can relate out there, but sometimes it's hard to do the back end stuff to build and grow your business. So I'm continually, this is like a continual journey for me of just doing the working on my business for a while. I had the hardest time carving out the space for it. Um, But now that I've carved out the space, I still get those little like just, it's like within myself, these little blocks of like, it's tough to create the momentum that's going to mm. carry me through the thing that I, I really want to be doing. Yeah. Everyone at home is just nodding along saying, yep, yep, yep. I get that. Especially as an agency owner, you want to see your clients really succeed. And it's almost over delivering you the, the need, the desire for them, which means you're charging not enough money, putting in way too much time, way too much personal time um leads to burnout but yeah being able to put them first is is such a beautiful thing and it comes from a great place however it can be destructive so you you'll find that resistance to maybe you've overcome that to a certain degree but you still have that resistance around ah these damn emails and all the marketing that you need to do and how to put yourself out there so let's just double tap on that a little bit what what do you feel when you've carved out the time you know what to do. What's going on that that makes you have that resistance? Not, you know, I on a deeper level, I'm not sure I can specifically name it, but what it feels like inside is just kind of um it's like a block. It's like just like this block of energy. Mm-hmm. Like I I know that I want to do XYZ, but for whatever reason, there's something just like stopping me from doing it. And mm-hmm. but there's a few ways that I've identified to move through it for myself. Um, because you know, I've definitely gotten curious about it. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> so in order to move through it, I just either take a pause. Sometimes I just need to get out of my own way and actually step away completely to -hmm. cultivate some new energy within my being to bring that into what I'm doing. Um, like a dance, like sometimes I'll have a dance party or I'll walk my dogs, you know, something fun, or I will just take one tiny little step. So sometimes when I'm at the bottom of the mountain of a task, it just feels overwhelming. And then that creates resistance because I feel overwhelmed by the thing that I have to do. And instead just breaking it into like a small little tiny piece and just doing the one thing. And then before I know it, I'm like, Oh, I did that small thing. And then I'll just do another small thing. And then I'll keep going and I'll create a momentum that then carries me through. And at the end, I'm like, I just did that thing that I thought was going to be so hard, but you know, look at me now. So, um, that's kind of been a journey that I continue to, just be on every week. You know, I never know how I'm going to feel about the task at hand, but when I Mm. do experience that resistance to just kind of come back to things that help me, help me get back into a better energy and create some momentum around what I want to be doing. 
Nice. And I think seeing this coming up or knowing when it's going to arrive can really help with time because time is the most critical thing for a business owner. So to know that it's going to knock you out for an hour, half a day, a day, maybe even more is crumbs. That's That can be so destructive. And then obviously it's so easy to go back to the client work. So mm-hmm. with this resistance, where else does resistance show up with, you know what you will do, spend all your day doing if you could. So where are those jobs that have that level of resistance for you? Sometimes it's uh, like things that I am at the bottom of the mountain. So right now I really want to integrate some more Pinterest marketing in, in the, in my, uh, in my system, but I'm at the bottom of the mountain and I haven't done anything. So it's just feels like overwhelming, you know, to even approach it. Um, as well as what was coming up as we were talking to was a resistance around building the bigger picture versus the day-to-day things that need to be done to like meet the income goal or get the projects done, make the clients, you know, happy and all of that. But instead Mm. zooming out to do that bigger picture work and really working on the business in a bigger way. Oh, let's tap on that. If that's just come up in the moment, let's just, just unravel that a bit more. So is it, is it a fear? Is it nervousness about, oh, what could that look like? What does that look like? Is it what comes with the beer picture? What, what is it that you, you can sort of latch onto this? Oh, that's making me feel a bit uneasy. I think it's just the fear that it won't work out the way I hope it would, which is crazy because, you know, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, but then what the fear if I, oh, if I succeed at it, you know, kind of shifting to that perspective. Mm. Um, but I think it's just the fear like, oh, well, will anyone want this or would anyone even come along for the journey of what I'm creating on that bigger level? Um, because this is what people know me as now. Yeah. 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 Nice. So it's the same challenge that you've overcome before, but showing up at level two level 10 mm-hmm. level 100 wherever you are right now it's yes. showing its sneaky sneaky head like coming in with like a fake mustache and fake glasses on it's like hey i'm different it's like no you're not that's the exact same challenge so yeah. there's something deeper to work through to be able to now overcome it at that that next level mm-hmm. so i share that with you for a bit of confidence that, because we're talking about confidence a bit of confidence that you've done this before but you know there's more work that needs to go into it to be able to oh fully fully unlock and see what, what is that? So Mm -hmm. the fear you, I think from the work that you do with your clients, you you know, all the answers, you know, what you should be saying, I say fear of success, but, and then you logic affy it. Don't you, Mm -hmm. you know what to say to squash that, but it doesn't stop the emotional weight of that. So if we can just park the logic, I know, you know what to say. I know you know what to do, but you're not doing it because if you did, you'd be at that level right now. Therefore, let's just unpack that with a bit of, I'm going to use your word here, curiosity, mm-hmm. a bit of playfulness. What are the next steps that you should be taking that you're too scared to? That's such a big question mark. I'm like, what are the... I know them. I know the answers are in here. I think it would be to just carving out the space, kind of what I was coming back to, to work on those bigger visions that I have instead Mm -hmm. of 
defaulting back to just what is right now doing what's, you know, what's here in this moment, um, as work, you know, because what, what I have right now in my business is awesome and it's working and it's wonderful, but I also have these visions of growing it into something even larger. Um, but I think it's the resistance of just the working on those things and will they yield the results that I am hoping for and not being, you know, so sure, right. If it's going to work out and if it will yield the bounty that I'm looking for, um, is kind of what stops me. So what are you looking for? Let's quantify that. Yeah. I'm looking for just creating a larger community around the Dharma collective that supports one another and that has, you know, a community element and then also resources to build your business. Cause right now I work so one-to-one with people, but I would love to just grow it into an even bigger space where people can come in at any level and have the support that they need, um, even without my one-to-one support. Yeah. And to be able to build that, you need uh, your support, you need your team support to grow your Mm -hmm. business, bring more people on, which brings Mm -hmm. its own challenges of I've never done this before or oh yeah. how do I set this structure out or I just I just never done it who knows what, what I don't know what I don't know all these challenges so do you sort of you've described it from a business and output point of view the community what you're going to build which is oh fantastic but from an internal perspective the teams the structure how that's built uh, when you bring the right people in um, is that something that you've considered or you're kind of maybe avoiding right now in because like, let's, let's park that. I don't need to look at that right now. Yeah. I think that it brings up the, the bottom of the mountain feeling, um, of like, Oh, skip looking up it and feeling like, Oh gosh, that's so high. That's a tall one to climb because there are so many components that need to go into it to really mm. reach that next level. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And, and you as a, as a business owner, what's, what's your next step in your identity to be either the leader, the, the person that you that you know you want to be? I can't think of anything that feels like a next step because I love, I I think I always center back around having a business that supports a life that I love living and that's success to me. Mm. And I, 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 I know that I am the leader of that business in a really positive way, you know, and in a very embodied way. Um, and that's really all that I could hope for. So I don't know that there's a a next step per se that I could identify in terms of my leadership skills in this moment. Nice. So you almost so comfortable you're, you've reached level of success, which is like, yeah, I I could have only dreamt of this before Mm -hmm. now I'm living it. Um, what you've done before has got you to where you are right now, which is obviously this is so, so good. Just trying to work out what, what happens, what happens next without destroying, mm-hmm. without ruining all the amazing stuff you've created right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And also to give merit and value to these visions that I also have had around my business and, and growing it to that. Um, and not diminishing them and just saying, well, you know, I'm good right now. And this is great. Right. I know that I'll also evolve into those, 
but I trust, I also come back to just trusting the timing of all of it. You know, that right now I'm, I'm where I'm at and I trust the vision that I have too, um, but not needing to like hustle and grind and create now and just be feet planted on the earth, grateful for where I'm at and super present for it because this is, this is it. We're living the dream. (laughs) Yeah. And to unlock your intuition on what is the next step? Where is that opportunity being open Mm -hmm. and ready to receive once it comes through and enjoying, ah, enjoying what you have right now. I love that. Yeah. And to trust when you get that like intuition and that note of like, this is do that, do this thing next, um, to trust it. And then to like, keep, keep, you know, go for it. I think too, that's, that's probably that next Oh yeah. We were talking about this before the podcast and nodding the wink from the universe. Oh, when you see these, it's beautiful, right? Yes. It's the best. Awesome. Hey, Cass, thank you so, so much for, for playing along. Thank you for, for joining us and sharing your journey and what you'll go through personally as the business owner. It's been fascinating. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. It's been awesome. Hey, you're welcome. Look, if you want to find out more about you and the Dharma Collective, where can they find you? They can find me online at thedharmacollective.com, also on Instagram at the Dharma Collective. And I also have a free gift on my website if anyone is really interested in creating that authentic digital presence. I have my authentic branding method for free, just fun seven steps to get you started. Um, so definitely check that out too. Awesome. Everyone go check that out. And Cass, again, thank you so, so much for your time. Uh, thanks, Mark. Welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark. Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their (laughs) earballs. All the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. (laughs) See you next time. Bye.